0: Welcome to the Gone Fishing Podcast, episode number five. In today's episode, I'll be sharing information, the mastery of which has everything to do with your income, your future, your relationships, and your life. Stay tuned for Understanding Your Behavioral Element, the definitive guide to understanding your authentic self.
1: Welcome to the Gone Fishing podcast. Join Ron Bouchard as he casts a wide net sharing his philosophy of life, business, and success, and goes fishing for wisdom in interviews with other entrepreneurs, authors, and thought leaders. You'll hear their stories of triumph and tribulation. If you're an aspiring entrepreneur trying to succeed outside the confines of the current of social expectation, bring the bait and join us for Gone Fishing.
0: Welcome to the Gone Fishing Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Bouchard. The path to success begins with self-awareness, which is achieved through a process I call discovery. It's vitally important that you get in touch with your authentic self. That is a part of you that just is and stands without apology. To illustrate, I'm going to relate a Chinese fable to you called The Stonecutter. There was once a stonecutter who was dissatisfied with himself and with his position in life. One day he passed the wealthy merchant's house. Through the open gateway, he saw many fine possessions, and important visitors. How powerful that merchant must be, thought the stonecutter. He became very envious, and wished that he too could be like the merchant. To his great surprise, he suddenly became the merchant, enjoying more luxuries and power than he ever imagined but envied and detested by those less wealthy than himself. Soon, a high official passed by, carried in a sedan chair, accompanied by attendants and escorted by soldiers beating gongs. Everyone, no matter how wealthy, had to bow low before the procession. How powerful that official is, he thought. I wish I could be that high official. Then he became the high official, carried everywhere in his embroidered sedan chair feared and hated by the people all around it. It was a hot summer day, so the official felt very uncomfortable in the sticky sedan chair. He looked up to the sun. It shone proudly in the sky, unaffected by his presence. How powerful that sun must be, he thought. I wish that I could be the sun. Then it became the sun, shining fiercely down on everyone, scorching the fields, cursed by the farmers and laborers but a huge dark cloud moved between him and the earth so that his light could no longer shine on everything below how powerful that storm cloud is he thought i wish i could be that storm cloud then it became the cloud flooding the fields and villages shouted at by everyone but soon he found that he was being pushed away by some great force and realized that it was the wind How powerful it is, he thought, I wish that I could be the wind. Then it became the wind, blowing tiles off the roofs of houses, uprooting trees, feared and hated by all below him. But after a while, he ran up against something that would not move, no matter how forcibly he blew against it, a huge, towering rock. How powerful that rock is, he thought, I wish I could be a rock. Then it became the rock, more powerful than anything else on earth, but he stood there, he heard the sound of a hammer pounding a chisel into the hard surface and felt himself being changed. What could be more powerful than I? the Rocky thought? He looked down and saw far below him the figure of a stonecutter. We are all born with something that makes us unique. The stonecutter was not aware of the personal power of his authentic self. It was looking to become something or someone more powerful. It was only after his wishes were granted that it came to realize that he was already the most powerful version of himself. Since the beginning of recorded time, some of the world's greatest thinkers have been trying to figure out the keys to unlocking human nature. Philosophers and scientists of every culture have struggled to create a system to explain how we process information, relate to one another, handle conflict, make decisions, deal with change, and communicate. Some theories have risen to the top. While others have been surrendered to the scrap heap of time and falling out of favor, what is interesting, though, is that most theories share two distinct things in common. Number one, our psyche consists of subpersonalities, temperaments, subegos, etc., and number two, that there are four such subpersonalities, temperaments, and subegos. Now, eighty percent of us are blends of two or more of these subegos or temperaments. have a dominance in one, and 3% of us are a rare, near-perfect fusion of all four. Now, the word personality originated from the Latin persona, meaning mask. In the theater of the ancient Latin-speaking world, the mask was used not as a disguise, but rather a plot device to typify the character. Your personality is your trademark. It's the thing by which people recognize you. You have to ask yourself a question. Does your mask or persona cause people to be attracted to you or repelled by you? Your highest and best cause is to become an expert on the answer to that question. Why? Because it helps you get in touch with who you are and also learn an effective way to communicate with those around you. Now, the Stanford Research Institute, Harvard University, and the Carnegie Foundation spent $1 million dollars in five years of research that proved 85% of the reason why you get a job, keep a job, and move ahead in the job, has everything to do with your ability to understand people and effectively communicate with them. I'm joined today by Anna Silveri of J. Barrett & Company Realty out of Beverly, Massachusetts. Hello, Anna.
2: Hello, Ron.
0: So, Anna, thank you for being with us again. And according to uh, Marston's behavioral theory, your behavior tendencies are based on two significant threads, pace and priority. Wouldn't you agree?
2: Yes, I would, Ron. Yes.
0: And as you know, I've developed a tool called the behavioral compass in order to help people determine someone's behavioral element. Um, and we do it rather quickly with this tool, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: In fact, the tool is so effective that on top of my business card is a behavioral compass. Yeah. <laughs> um, so picture a compass with... A, ro- a compass rose on top so there's north south east and west mm-hmm. and when you have a compass rose the north and south needle represent something and the east and west needle represents something so when you first meet somebody you need to ask them two questions what are the, what's the first question you need to ask them
2: Well, the first question, Ron, is does this person have a quick pace or a slow pace? Uh, Do they walk fast, talk fast, and make decisions fast? Or are they slow talkers, slow walkers, reluctant uh, decision makers?
0: And what would you say you are?
2: I would say that I'm a slow pace and a slow talker.
0: So if you are a slow talking personality style on the compass, Those are the personality styles that face to the south. And there are two of them. So Mm -hmm. if you look at the behavioral compass, there's four different quadrants. The northeast, the southeast, the northwest, and the southwest. Each one of those quadrants has a different personality style. And at the bottom, in the southeastern quadrant, is where all the waters live. And the southwestern personality style is where our earths live. So... If you're slow-paced, you're one of those. So we've already narrowed down to a 50-50 shot here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are, If they're slow-paced or slow-talk, they're either water or they're in earth. And so what's the second question we have to ask them?
2: So the second question, Ron, is this person people-oriented with a focus on people and relationships or task-oriented with focus on plans, projects, process, and programs?
0: Yeah, so if a person is focused on people, like you are, yes. then they would be the the southeastern personality, which makes you a water, right? Yes. Is that pretty
2: accurate? That is correct. That is very accurate. <laughs> yes, and if, if they are
0: task-focused, there would be a southwestern personality style, and that would make them an earth. So... We have two quadrants on the top, of course. The two quadrants on the top are fire, which is um, the northwestern quadrant, and wind, which is the northeastern quadrant. And um, what would you say that I am?
2: I would say that you're a fire. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So that means I am a
0: (laughs) northwestern-facing personality. Yes. So this tool has been pretty helpful, wouldn't you say?
2: Yeah, it's very helpful.
0: So like I said earlier, there are essentially four different personality styles. Um, and throughout history, there's been all different types or ways of of figuring out or naming those personality styles. I mean, there used to be bodily fluids at one, at one point. But there's also colors. So you have blue, yellow, orange, and green. But that's not very helpful. Do you know what a blue color is or yellow color or green or red or any of those colors? No. no, and it's it's hard to remember. And then, of course, there's letters, and Marston has a letter system of D, I, S, and C. Now, I know what those letters are, but I've been doing it for years and years and years. But the average person is not going to remember what a D is or an I is or an S is or a C is. And if, Even if they remember what those personality styles are, they generally forget the behaviors of those personality styles. They also have um, ones based on animals, so lion, otter, golden retriever, beaver, Those are a little easier because you generally act like that that animal does, but not quite. So I like to use the four metaphysical elements, fire, wind, water, and earth, because, you know, it helps us relate to and remember which one we are and how we act or react. And in nature, each one of the elements is critical to our survival and the survival of other people. And if you move one, life ceases to exist. So... So it is with us, right? So if, if you have no fire or no sun, life can't exist on earth. If you have no water, life can't exist on earth. If you have no terra firma or earth, life can't exist on earth. If you have no air, life can't exist on earth. And each one of these behavioral elements is not only critical to our survival as a species, but it's also critical to our success as an entrepreneur, as a, as a business owner, or, or just a person, a regular Joe going to, to work. Like I said, there are four personality styles, and we just isolated on the, on the compass where each one of them is. So let's, let's talk a little bit about a fire. What is a fire personality style? Describe.
2: Sure. <laughs> let's, talk- <laughs> let's talk about a fire. Well, they're fast-paced and task-focused people. They are generally the ones that will get things done, and they are driven leaders.
0: I don't know anybody like that, but, um,
2: <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're generally the ones
0: who blaze a trail for other people to follow. Right.
2: That is correct. Yeah.
0: And the person who created us, uh, was very, was very smart because he only created <laughs> us, uh, 10% of the population as fires.
2: <laughs> Good thing. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fires can be really warm and passionate and, inviting, but they can also have a opposite tendency. Fires can be warm as a fireplace, passionate, inviting, or destructive as an inferno where everyone and everything in their wake is reduced to ash. So, you know, when they're behaving themselves, when they're using their strengths, they're warm and inviting and bringing people in, but when they're out of control, and they're, if you think about power, people who are are searching for power, you know, mm-hmm. a fire can turn on the fireplace and be the influencer and bring people in through to influence them. But fire can also be the one who is the, the tyrant who can control them. So it's very important that a fire realizes these um, strengths and weaknesses and uses, utilizes the strength, just like all the personality styles. We all have strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Fires can also purify. So they take something with extreme heat and they boil it down to its essence rather quickly. Um, so I can pretty much sum up a person really quickly in a few seconds. Um, And that was always instinctual. I didn't know. I used to call it reading behavior. So I used to see somebody, and I could tell immediately about their character without really knowing much about them. And I think that was really fascinating to me Um, early on in my my life. I couldn't even explain it. And then, now I know exactly what it was, but at the time, I had no idea. Um, And they're pretty much fearless and committed to finishing what they start. Sometimes I unfortunately have a blend, so there's a couple of pieces of me who like to interfere with my my getting things done, and I have to learn to manage my other two um, secondary personality styles. But how do you enter, how do you uh, recognize a fire? What what are the traits that if somebody's listening to this and they say, "Gee, I'm in a room," besides the behavioral compass, what tool could they use to figure out what a fire looks like?
2: Well, they find it hard to relax. And they sit on the edge of their chair. And they know everything about every subject. And they reach for something they want without asking. And (laughs) when they sit, is that you want? (laughs) And when they sit, they put one leg on their knee and um, a figure four formation. And when they doodle, they draw abstract shapes and fill them in and the slogan is just do it
0: right because personality styles believe it or not there's research that and i find the research very interesting research there's research that our personality styles a piece of our personality styles are both nature and nurture so some of our personality style is actually related to our our nature our genetics so they're beyond our control. That's what I call our behavioral mask, our behavioral element. And then there's a part of our personality style that is malleable, which is part of nurture. So our environment can be change, can change our, that part of our personality. But our behavior mask or our behavioral element, the outward extension of who we are, doesn't change. And you can be tested 100 times. You're still going to come up with the personality style. Unfortunately, it can be colored, though, because of the nurture part of us, our environments can cover over our authentic behavioral mask sometimes, mm-hmm. but we're just pretending to be somebody we're not. It's not that we are that somebody. We've just been conditioned not to um, express ourselves mm-hmm. because we lived in a house probably with a fire.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, the next personality style is a wind. Do we know any winds?
2: Mm, yes, I do. Yeah. My mom. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. A couple of winds too. My son. my son. My son is probably the biggest wind. If I open up the dictionary under wind, my son's picture is, is right there. So winds are fast-paced, people-oriented individuals. My son is mm-hmm. always looking for people in his life, always looking to be around other people, um, looking to reach out on Facebook, FaceTime, especially during this coronavirus. Um, The isolation is is not his friend, so he's always looking externally to find out how he can reach out to other people. They're the influencers. They're fun-loving, charismatic, spontaneous, and full of motion. And they account for 25% of the population. They're the creative charismatics so they can sell ice to an Eskimo. They're the salespeople, the artists. Um, They do a lot of creating and a lot of selling. They sell themselves as characters in plays, and we believe them. They sell their feelings in music, and we feel it. And they sell products and ideas for other people, and we buy them. Would you say that's how you've experienced or you've witnessed or wins in your life?
2: Yes. It is. Yep. They love to be the center of attention. No. They love an audience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they walk in the room, it's all about me. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and they're pretty loud. Yes, loud. they are loud. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so
0: they're always the ones looking for the star. Please pin it over here. Yeah. Pin it on me. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm here. <laughs> so that makes them the easiest to spot when you go into a, a party you know, back when we could go to parties and we didn't have to social distance and wear masks yeah. and now goggles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, you know, you could sit in a, in a party and people watch or sit in a mall and people watch, and they used to do it quite frequently. And I could pinpoint all the personality styles, and that's actually a good practice um, session to figure out. Oh, I get better at figuring out personality styles. It's to go in a in a room and try to figure out which personality style they are and having that little handy did compass really helps.
2: Oh yeah. Of course.
0: <laughs> um my son is very loud. It's it's like a trail of wind. You know, when the wind is howling, that's my son. He's always howling. And they throw things. Winds are throwers. They like to throw themselves on the floor, and if they don't throw themselves on the floor, they throw physical objects when they get older, when they when they get out of the tantrum stage. Or they, when they get even older than that, they throw words. Usually emotional insults. So when winds are at their worst, they're pretty bad. They're also very messy. So if you imagine leaving a window, a window open with a bunch of papers on a desk, that describes a wind pretty perfectly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but they're the movers. They're the people who, who um, can take you and lift you up and move you that's why they can sell ice to an eskimo they have this ability through the charisma of taking you and and making you believe in them which brings us to the next personality style which is the waters oh yeah yeah do you know any waters i don't know if you know any waters
2: me think about it uh could it be me yes <laughs> yeah
0: you my, my wife is a water as well in fact 40 yes. percent of the population are waters so chances are you're going to come across a lot of waters yep. but they're the of slow-paced <laughs> people focused individuals they're the lifters of boats now of all the personality styles that's the one i have the least of in me so i, I guess that's why i hang around with more waters than anything else
2: <laughs> yep why. To balance me out. Yeah. (laughs) They're pretty
0: flexible, clear, loyal, patient, supportive, Mm -hmm. and flowing. And like I said, they account for 40% of the population. Now, they're the peaceful planners. I call them the peaceful planners. They like to create (laughs) the step-by-step instructions for dealing with this world. And they're the ones who keep the pace. Wouldn't you say that you are the step-by-step instruction sort? Yes, I would. Yes. You don't necessarily have to write the step-by-step instructions, though you will if they're not there, but you want because you're a pleaser, you like to ask the person mm-hmm. you're working for to give you the step-by-step instructions so that you can I mean, follow through right. with them and follow them to a team. Yeah,
2: yeah. Don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and You're pretty
0: flexible Yeah, and easygoing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you're easily directed and give 100% and you go with the flow.
2: Yeah. Because
0: you don't like challenge, do you? No. No. Of course not. No.
2: No. I'd rather be in a team. Yeah, team player. It's like the diplomat.
0: You're the diplomat of the group.
2: Correct. (laughs) When things go wrong,
0: go to the water. Except for waters are the stuffers of feelings, too. You have a tendency Mm -hmm. not to let people know that you are hurting when they say something to you. But but when you push them enough, boy, let me tell you. My wife, (laughs) she turns cold as ice and withdraws from me. So, And you can feel the cold across the car. (laughs) But but other waters, they go into crying mode. But they're the nurturers and sustainers of life, and they change form. So that's why they cry. The problem is if a fire is constantly nagging at a a, uh, water, the waters can evaporate and never get back to that that state. They're never whole Mm -hmm. again. Uh, They can lose a little bit of themselves in the relationship if, if the fires are too persistent, right? Yep. You like conflict though, right? Don't you?
2: No, <laughs> not at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> that is not one of my strengths. No,
0: no. You, in fact, you, you don't like conflict so much that that's what your strength is actually bringing people together because you try to avoid conflict.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you're stressed by disharmony anyway. You don't like things being disharmonious don't like loud activity either you don't want any Mm -hmm. attention brought to yourself no no
2: no no not at all
0: um you're all about balance so yeah so when a water walks in the room they come in with a half smile and head straight for a chair (laughs) they make witty dry humored comments and they are very subtle they say things like
2: Let's not get excited.
0: And what does it matter?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't sweat this ball, <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And at home,
0: they sit with both feet under them in an S kind of formation. Well, you know, with their, mm-hmm. their left arm, if they're sitting on the, the left side of the chair, the left arm is kind of on the armrest with their feet under them on the right-hand side. And, and that forms kind of an S. But you also doodle in S's, right, in little curves.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Very right, interesting. Yeah,
2: correct, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that has to do with your connectability. Because you're drawing paths, you connect things in your life. That's a step-by-step instruction piece of you. You take mm-hmm. little parts of your life and they have to be connected. You are constantly connecting things. So you must love the Dots.
2: Yeah, I do. I enjoy that.
0: <laughs> so then there's the Earths. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, about the Earths.
2: Oh, boy, the Earth. Um, The slow pace, task-focused people are Earths. Um, Earths are grounded, and and they're steady and and solid, and they account for 25% of the population.
0: Yeah, they're the prepared perfectionists, the ones who make the iPhone 7 and turn the iPhone 7 into the iPhone 8s and the iPhone 8s into the iPhone 9s.
2: (laughs) Correct, yeah. They're the ones that make the world better.
0: Yeah. Because they're mm-hmm. constantly analysing stuff and refining it.
2: <laughs> right. Yes.
0: But if they're not too, if they're not careful, they can get into analysis paralysis and do nothing. Would you say they're movable?
2: Um no.
0: Earths are very immovable. And they show That is right. They show yes. little emotional little. movement.
2: hmm.
0: And they, they like to seek balance in all things. And they're like nature. And they flourish in natural surroundings. And you have a little bit of earth in you, don't you?
2: Yes, I do. So you
0: like the outdoors. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones who like to exercise. They're the exercisers. And that describes you. Yeah, that
2: does. (laughs) I love my walks and yoga. So, yeah. And
0: you also like alone time, too. So it... I mean, yes. you, it's a win-win for you. Alone time in nature.
2: <laughs> no me time. Yeah, I call yeah. it. <laughs>
0: now the problem with Earths is they stuff emotion, and if you insult an Earth, you don't even know you insulted them. Of course, they feel it. You just don't see it. They're like stone. They have a stone cold expression on their face. You don't even know that you hurt their feelings, but you did, and you don't. They don't move at all. They don't show it. But if you insult them too often and too long, they quake. And you all those years of harassing them, because it takes a long time to get a um, an earth upset, mm-hmm. but all those years of abuse, uh, even if it's just hazing, will come back at you and they'll just quake. And all of a sudden, the whole world under you is mm-hmm. just shaking. You say, what the heck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> So, how, how do they come in a room?
2: So, they come in a room um, quietly. You don't even know that they walk in. And they usually won't sit unless asked. And they find it difficult to accept compliments and makes negative comments about themselves. And they also will plant both feet firmly on the ground. And earths, uh, they don't doodle.
0: No, and they don't like wearing (laughs) cologne either or perfume.
2: Yeah, no, no.
0: They're very earthy, crunchy. Yeah. They're they're earths, right?
2: Yeah, yep, yep.
0: (laughs) So let's talk about um, how would you recognize... Well, how would you deal with an earth the real world? Let's say you, as a real estate agent, Mm -hmm. you go into a client's house. How would you recognize immediately what the client is, what personality they are, and how to communicate with them based on the observations? And you only have a few seconds to figure it out. So what would you be looking for in a client's house um, to see whether or not they're a water, for instance? Okay. Well,
2: a, a water has a very inviting home it feels very comfortable. And they want to make sure that you're comfortable. So you would know a water when you first walk in, they would ask you if you want something to drink, um, anything like that, just to make you feel comfortable. Uh, And a earth, an earth is more precise. And they they like numbers. So if I am communicating with someone that is in earth, I would give them market stats and how the market's doing because they want facts.
0: Right. And it's not that others don't need facts. They don't need them written and they don't need mm-hmm. to examine them all.
2: That's correct. <laughs> yes. Yep.
0: So a fire needs very little information to make a decision because they, mm-hmm. before they get to the house, they already know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. A fire already knows because he's already made his decision. Whereas an earth is looking for all the details, right?
2: Yes, yes.
0: And that and if correct. you go to a, a water home, they have pictures all over the place.
2: Yeah, yeah. Their family and yes, a very inviting um, atmosphere.
0: And a wind. Well, the house is a little <laughs> untidy, and they're probably not going to discuss business immediately. In fact, it might be hours. You better have a long time mm-hmm. because they're going to be interested. Hey, hey, I have a friend. I'm not letting them leave.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they'll talk about everything under the sun other than what you're there to discuss. That's
2: right. Yeah. They will distract you.
0: Right. And a fire won't. A fire will get right down to the point. Okay. Let's he wants to get in and out. He makes a decision. Well, on Earth, will stay longer, but he, he doesn't want to hear small talk. He only wants to hear facts, and he only wants to hear mm-hmm. information and data.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the water doesn't want you insulting anyone. So if you go and in insulting the neighborhood realtor or the neighbors next door, they're not going to like it very much. Nope.
2: That's not a good thing.
0: No. No. So, you know, some of the most successful TV shows on on the planet have had a blend of personality styles. You know, The Simpsons, for instance. You ever see the Simpsons?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, so Homer Simpson is a fire. Bart is a wind. Marge <laughs> is a water, and Lisa, of course, is the earth. And Star Wars, which <clears throat> I kind of love, Star Wars.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Darth
0: Vader is the fire, Well, Han Solo is the is the wind. Luke Skywalker is the water, and C three PO is the earth. We have "I Love Lucy," but some people might not remember "I Love Lucy." That's so old. But "I Love Lucy," Lucille Ball was the the wind, um, and she would blow all over the place. And her neighbors were the water and the um the earth, and her husband was the fire. So, even in situations where we we have entertainment, we have a blend of personality styles. Do you know any famous people who happen to be Earths?
2: Bill okay. Gates. Yeah.
0: And Sheldon from um, Big Bang Theory. He's a, yeah. he's an Earth. Yeah. And then fires. We have a lot of fires. Um, Hillary Clinton, she's a fire. Donald Trump is a fire.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: For, as far as winds are concerned, we have a lot of winds. Lucille Ball is a wind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Jim Carrey, who's a wind. Yeah. We yeah. have Ellen DeGeneres, who's a wind. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: Oprah Winfrey depends on the day. She could be a wind. Yeah. And then we have waters. Michelle Obama is a water. Tom Hanks is a water. So if you start looking at, at people the way they act and and you give them some latitude because that's their personality style, you can understand them a little bit better. They're going to act the way a fire does. They're going to act the way a water does. They're going to act the way a wind does because that's in their natural makeup. It's not right or wrong. Just it's who they are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So let's say for instance now we have an airplane and we wanted to find out what our pilot is. How would we figure out what our pilot is? So let's say I um you enter the airplane mm-hmm. and your pilot is on the on the airwaves saying, Welcome to such and such airlines. We're gonna be taking off in a minute and we'll be landing at four forty five and you'll never hear from them again. Who is it?
2: fire.
0: That's right. He gets right to the point. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say very much. It's all business. And he gets just, he's just doing his job. He doesn't care about anything else. He's just flying the plane. Yep. What if you hear a pilot telling jokes?
2: (laughs) Oh, let me guess. A wind? (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) And what if a pilot comes on, doesn't really say much, but the things that they do say are all about your comfort and about your safety.
2: Oh boy, could that be a water? No.
0: That's a water, (laughs) that's right. And sometimes you'll see the waters at the front of the plane, they're not saying anything, but they're the ones handing out the little pins to the little children as they walk by and smiling.
2: yes. (laughs) They're not saying
0: anything, they're just handing out the pins.
2: That's right.
0: (laughs) And now what if you hear the altitude that you're gonna be flying, The exact time you're going to be landing and you hear everything with accuracy, and you get regular updates. Who, who's flying the plane?
2: Oh boy. Could that be an earth?
0: That's right. <laughs> They're very precise. So they'll tell yes. you exactly what time you're going to be landing. Yep. And you can pretty much bet that that's exactly, if it's within their power, that's the time you're going to be landing.
2: That's right.
0: That's right. What if you send a an earth to the store to get a TV? What does that look like?
2: Well, they'll be, Making sure that they get the right TV and the measurements and what that TV does, all the functions.
0: They'll be comparing it to every TV ever, ever made, Mm -hmm. and they'll be in the store for three hours, and they'll make sure they come home with the best damn TV you've ever seen in your entire life. They're going to make sure that TV has every feature, all the bells and whistles, and they know why they bought the TV. (laughs) Why why do you think a win's going to buy a TV? What is he going to use as a as a measuring stick? It's going to be the biggest TV. Yeah,
2: yeah. Of They're course. going to be the
0: biggest, brightest TV that they have. <laughs> They're, he's going to go and say, "Wow, look at that TV!" and they, that's the TV they want. The real, the real in your face, oversized TV. You might have a little tiny itty bitty room. You know, a ten by ten room. <laughs> he's going to want an eighty inch TV.
2: <laughs> have to make a statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: a warder is going to go in and get a TV, but she's not going to get the TV that, or he's not going to get the TV that they necessarily want. They're probably going to be convinced of kind of what TV they're going to get. And they're not going to speak up because they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Right. So, they, And they may not even know what TV they want when they go into the, into the room, uh, into buy the TV and a fire. When a fire goes and gets a TV, he goes into the, into the store, grabs the first TV he sees on the, on the shelf, doesn't read anything about it. He looks okay. This is a good decision. I'm I'm going to buy this TV because it's cheaper. And he goes home, and then you pu- he takes it home, puts it on the wall, and you say, "What did you do? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this TV is not incompatible with my my cable setup. <laughs> that's that's what you get when you have a fire. Yeah. So knowing the personality style that you are makes all the difference in the world. When we look at it from from a um, a business standpoint, if you're trying to start a business, you need all four personality styles because the, the fires are the ones who are going to be the entrepreneurs. They're the, going to be the ones who are going to be creating the plans and making, the, you know, having these big ideas. They're not going to be the one implementing the ideas per se, but they're going to be the one creating <laughs> the ideas. The waters are going to be the one implementing the ideas. So the waters are going to be managing and, and t- taking step-by-step um, step instructions from the fire and carrying out the mission where the where the winds are going to be responsible for selling mm-hmm. the idea to other people and the earth's are going to be taking that idea and they're going to be refining it and getting it detailed and getting it perfect so as you can see each one of those personality styles is absolutely necessary if you're going to have a successful business because we don't all have those skills now i happen to have three of those skills but even if you have three of the skills i am i am um dominant fire, but my secondary energies are equal parts earth and wind. So I'll be doing a task and my primary goal is let's get this thing done. And my Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial, um, my entrepreneur iron will be in the fire, I'll be creating all these ideas. And then all of a sudden, my wind will come and say, you need to make that look better. There's not as many colors. You need some more logos. You need to change the layout of that page. You need to make it more pretty.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: have you ever seen me do that before? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And, and then, and I spend so many hours trying to refine pictures that are absolutely useless. I have no, no,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> no use. Uh. Uh, and then I don't even use them because I refine them again. So yes, and yes. then <laughs> and then you have the Earths. The Earths are constantly trying to fact check and add statistics and make <laughs> everything longer. And what a nightmare! Because when I was trying to write my book, it was we got to write the book, we got to write the book, we got to write the book, we got to write the book. And then the wind would interrupt me, and then I have to make it pretty
2: and add pictures. <laughs>
0: so then I get the wind off my back and I start writing the book, writing writing the book, writing the book. The, the fire, I mean, the earth wants to come and start fact checking and checking my spelling and my grammar. So it's a nightmare. So I would spend hours. I have 16 different revisions of chapter one. Oh, I bet. kid you not. (laughs) It's very frustrating and they're all similar in some ways, but they're not, they're not all alike. They're just just, they have very distinct differences. They all try to say the same thing, but I don't even know where I'm going with it
2: anymore. <laughs> oh, you got yourself so confused. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> I did. So that, that was such a nightmare trying to, trying to get through that process. If we go back to fires, fires have a, um, a tendency of getting angry very quickly. So, if you're with a fire, you need to be aware of that, and a fire is going to get angry very quickly. And their communication style is they speak freely. Think of a rhinoceros. Rhinoceros puts his nose, his little horn down, and charges forward till he hits his target. That's a fire. Sometimes, though, in the charge, he neglects to see the person in front of him that is running over, or the people under his feet that he's running over. It's not intentionally. But he's so quick to get the job done that he doesn't see those around him because mm-hmm. he's task focused. He's not people focused. And he thrives on challenges. My daughter is a fire. And if you give her any challenge whatsoever and use the word don't, you just invited her to challenge you. <laughs> and you would think, knowing what I know, I would already get that by now. But nature has a cruel way of teaching a lesson over and over and over again until you get it. I have not yet gotten it. Apparently, I need um, uh, lessons because my daughter will say or do something that I told her not to do, and I'll say, don't. I've already lost. I've already lost. So you have to give fires choices and give them the illusion that they're in control. Right? Because if you challenge them then there's a conflict that they're going to want to win. They're going to thrive on it. Mm -hmm. And they fear being taken advantage of and being manipulated. And they don't work very much, right?
2: They don't work too much? Uh, I wouldn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're workaholics. Yeah. They work too much. Yes. Yes.
0: um, I work from the time I get up in the morning sometimes, and even when I'm not working physically, I'm still working. My mind is still going yeah. bananas. Yep. I'm thinking about the five other things I can do to improve whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, th- not only is my, my fire saying, let's get it done. My wind is saying, let's let's get this finished. Let's refine this. Let's fix this. <laughs> How can we do this better? Even the podcast web page has been refined six times. I have think I, think I have six revisions yeah. of the front page of the web of the um, podcast page.
2: Mm-hmm. And they're subtle. (laughs) (laughs) They're
0: subtle, but they're they're very they're very different. Of course, nobody's gonna I have to have control, so nobody else is gonna build that page either. Because I've hired many people in the past to build my web page and I had to redo it because it wasn't to my like my satisfaction.
2: Yeah. Not to your liking. Those colors weren't exactly the way you wanted them.
0: Right. My wind was yelling, my fire was yelling, my earth was yelling. It was a big mess. Uh, Yeah. Lucky they have a high tolerance of stress because if they didn't.
2: <laughs> oh, boy, we'd be in trouble.
0: <laughs> yes. Now, wind, they get angry very quickly as well. Um, they're pretty enthusiastic. Yeah. They and are. they deal with conflict by attacking. They do emotionally attacking. I think we talked about that before.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: They fear rejection. They like variety and spontaneity. And they like recognition, attention, and approval. And they're pretty disorganized by nature. And they're stressed by isolation. Now, what about a water? How do you feel about being angry?
2: Um, We don't... Waters don't really get mad. No. They're very easygoing. They go with the flow. You know, they just want to please everybody, so make sure that nobody's getting mad at them. So, yeah, they're very flexible, and they're very loyal, and they're dependable. You can depend on, on a water. They're, when they say they're going to do something, they will do it. So they're very reliable, and they're a team player.
0: And they get very stressed with disharmony.
2: hmm Yeah, they, yeah. We do not and, like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you're motivated by relationships, appreciation, and helping yes. others succeed. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: I think you tell me all the time about your favorite part of real estate is helping people moving to a house and, and seeing their face when they move in mm-hmm. and just that whole the whole process of helping them. Yes. It's not so much the real estate. It's about the, the helping of the people.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is helping people. And, and um, I enjoy doing that. Achieving their goals that they want and making them happy with with the house that they were looking for
0: what about um we already talked about um, when a earth gets angry, he stuffs or she stuffs mm-hmm. the anger, and Earths are funny because they don't just stuff, they get even, so when they're angry they're they're thinking about revenge. And they're going to get back at you. And you're not going to know when. You're not going to know how. But they might leave a tack on your chair. They might do something. They're, they're going to do something, and you're just not going to know it came from them. <laughs> so don't aggravate an earth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, beware of the quiet ones. Well, that's the they're talking about. The yes. Ears. And they also like clarity. They don't like people exaggerating. They want facts based back by data and logic. I'm very much about, as you know, truth and facts. Mm -hmm. They drive me. It's it's actually an obsession. And I'm not interested in what people believe are facts. I'm only interested in raw facts because they have no no motive other than just being true. So I want the raw fact, not an opinion. I don't want anybody's coloration of what is true. I want the Mm -hmm. raw, unadulterated facts. And they like things neat and tidy, but they like to create piles. So neat and tidy for them is a pile. <laughs> and they're all organized in piles. Now, I, I tend to have, because I'm a blend, I tend to like files in a file cabinet. So on the side of, wherever I go, there's a, I have a rolling cart with files in it. And each one is complete. And I have to have them because I guess it's my wind in me. Each one of my files has to have printed labels; can't just be written in. And they have to have a little symbol and some color on them. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and okay. then I have to have, yep. And then I have to
0: have very specific order for files. And then my, of course, with my fire, fires are very um, much about outlines. So breaking things down into pieces. So then the earth, of course, then takes those pieces and then organizes um, files in each one of those components and fills it with data. Of course. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very interesting to learn all about all the personality styles because you can learn how to communicate with people more effectively. Mm-hmm. You can anticipate what they're going to do. So if you're in a room with a fire, you know how they're going to react. And if you annoy them, you're going to know that you annoyed the fire because he's not going to be shy about letting you know he's perturbed. Whereas Earth will not tell you that he's perturbed. He'll just resist you and you'll never hear from him. You'll never get the business. You lost him in a few minutes. So, you know, obviously there's not an adequate amount of time to discuss all that surrounds the topic of personality and certainly not about your behavioral element. However, learning this one skill is one of the most critical to your success. Wouldn't you agree?
2: I would agree. Yes. To have a, a good connection with the person that you're speaking to.
0: So what I've done is I've prepared a companion booklet called It Compass Guide to Understand Your Behavior Element. And I've included it in the show notes or the links attached to this podcast episode. So you can go and you can get a free copy of the Truett compass guide to understand your behavioral element it's a good guide to carry around and to get to know what the way other people think and the other way other people feel and the way other people are going to react and if you get really good at it you can pretty much predict what the other person is going to do naturally wouldn't you say yeah yeah so you can get a free guide if you look at the show notes and i'd like to thank you Anna, for being here today and if people want to get a hold of you again what's the best way they can get in touch with you
2: The best way to get in touch with me is by my cell number, 978-314-3788.
0: Thank you for listening. And next week, join us for our Entrepreneurial Spotlight, where I'll be interviewing Christiana Gondro of Beauty Counter. And she'll be showing us how small life changes can have a big impact on our health. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or by visiting our website at www.gonefishingpodcast.com. And remember, life is an ocean, a strong boat your foundation. If you want to succeed, identify a harbor, unfurl your sails, sail outside the drift currents of social expectation, and let's go fishing.
1: You've reached the end of another episode of the Gone Fishing Podcast. Connect with us at www.waypointmastermind.com where you can sign up for our newsletter to receive our free tools and resources. This podcast has been brought to you by Waypoint Mastermind, personal growth and support through collaboration with a community of like-minded achievers. See you in the next
2: episode.